Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning. Deciding to go early just because I just want to get to this story. This is an important one, and we we do need to proceed with this topic with some caution. Um, Anybody asks why I have something in my mouth. I have a cold. It's to prevent coughing. So anyway, we have to proceed with caution with this story because it is possibly one of the most important of the year in a year with a lot of important stories, but the outlet that released this information qualified what they said with, if this story proves to be true, even though they confirmed it with their various sources in Rome and other outlets have then reached out to their sources in the Roman Curia. And they all report that this is apparently true. However, we have had a lot of stories like that in the last few years that turned out to not be true. So we will take a look and proceed with caution with this story. But our story is that allegedly Francis the Great and Merciful has decided to oust Cardinal Burke. And by oust, I mean take away his flat, meaning his apartment, and his pension. That's what we're talking about, his salary. Burke is now 75 years old. Strictly speaking, he's probably retired at this point. But it's this is the kind of story that there are a couple of odd red flags about. So one of which is this, that I have not found a single, single outlet reporting this that isn't on generally our side of the Great Divide. So why don't we start here with this headline from New Daily Compass. Headline, The Pope, away with Cardinal Burke's house and salary. Vatican sources close to the Daily Compass. Burke was defined as an enemy in an announcement made to the head of dicasteries of the Roman Curia, as we Fernandez and a few others. The Cardinal has not yet received a formal notice, but considering precedence, it's unlikely to be just a threat, which nonetheless would be very serious. All right, so the the report has apparently been validated. I saw on Twitter by Diane Montagna, Father Z, who used to work in the Roman Curia, is an American priest who made some phone calls and apparently said this is more than a rumor. Um, it was also, it was confirmed by Mesa in Latino, which is another uh, news site that I use for reports on this channel sometimes. You're seeing a lot of independent verification of this story. Proceed with caution, though. There were people reporting that the next conclave was going to be basically canceled and that Francis was going to appoint an assistant pope who would then become pope automatically by his own decree. And that story turned out to be false. And people believed it because it has happened before in church history. So the article says, quote, Cardinal Burke is my enemy, so I'm taking away his flattened salary. This is what Pope Francis supposedly said at the meeting with the heads of dicasteries of the Roman Curia last 20th November. And this is from the website that broke the story, and they're using the word supposedly, in which a Vatican source revealed to the Daily Compass. The indiscretion was later confirmed by other sources. As far as we are aware, Cardinal Raymond L. Burke, currently in the U.S., has not yet received a formal notice confirming the Pope's words, but given the precedence, most recently the case of Monsignor Jorg Gonswein, 
former personal secretary of Pope Benedict XVI, there's little doubt that the words will be followed by deeds, nor would the difficulty in canonically justifying such a measure be an obstacle, given the contempt for the laws of the church also shown by Pope Francis on the occasion of the removal of bishops from their dioceses. The alleged enmity of Cardinal Burke has become a real justification for Pope Francis in recent times, or obsession rather, but in reality, the American Cardinal has been in the crosshairs since the beginning of the pontificate, probably because he encapsulates some of the elements that most annoy him. He is American, and he is a constant reminder of the doctrine and tradition of the church. And in addition, he resides in Rome, a stone's throw from St. Peter's Square, from where the Pope will think he can plan against him, end quote. It's worth noting here that Francis is once again in the hands of medical professionals dealing with a lung issue before he then travels to Dubai. And it is, we should remember to pray for him in this, even if that idea sounds like something many of you will not want to do. <laughs> Generic Count says, yes, it's, it, it is early. I decided to launch a couple minutes early. I just wanted to. Um, but yes, nothing would surprise us at this point. This is what we're, we have all been speculating that there would be somebody else after Cardinal Burke. Bishop Ray in France had uh, a coadjutor bishop appointed to run his diocese essentially for him until he retires next year. Um, the difference is Bishop Ray, who had been very friendly with traditional groups, decided to welcome it at the end. He said, oh, welcome to my brother bishop. I thank the Holy Father for all this. He did all those kind of genuflecting that is unfortunate in this. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's get back to this, though. The the story is, it's worth noting Francis is receiving medical attention because he might not be in a position to actually have made such a statement unless this came out before he went in to get care. And the reasons for this are the, that this article is citing are the obvious ones. He, Cardinal Burke has been a constant critic of the Synod of Synodality and as well his two dubia that he has published. People I feel like have already forgotten about the first dubia almost. And then he issued another one, a dubia about synodality. <coughs> Excuse me. From the article, quote, Certainly, Burke has been a very clear criticism, critic of the concept of synodality, which has now become a mantra intended to change the nature of the church. And at the conference, the synodal babble on 3rd October of last this last October, organized in Rome by La Bussola, precisely on the eve of the opening of the synod on synodality, his arguments and his direct polemic with the new prefect of the dicastery for the doctrine of the faith, Victor Tuco Fernandez, who had called Bar Cardinal Burke a heretic and schismatic, Yes, Cardinal, Fer Cardinal Fernandez calling calling the pot uh, being you know pot and kettle story here called Cardinal Burke a heretic and a schismatic, and those who asked the Pope to safeguard and promote the depositum fide had made a lot of noise. After all, calling the Pope to task is part of the Cardinal's duty, and Francis himself has repeatedly encouraged in words Perusia. Cardinal Burke has always strongly rejected the label of enemy of the Pope that they have wanted to stick on him since the beginning of the pontificate, especially since he criticized the position of Cardinal Walter Casper, who in preparation for the 2014 Synod on the Family, explicitly called for access to communion for remarried divorcees. Burke was in good company, yet especially against him, a real campaign of demonization was focused, painted as the director of secret plans against Pope Francis, accusations that Burke has always strongly rejected. Before that, however, December 2013, the Pope had already removed him as a member of the Congregation of Bishops, placing him with Cardinal Donald Wuerl, who is decidedly liberal, and as it happens, linked to formal serial bad person Ted McCarrick, 
And after his participation in the book Remaining in the Truth of Christ, which also featured contributions from Cardinal Scafara, Brand Mueller, Mueller, and DePaulis, Burke, who is a talented canonist, was also removed in November 2014 from the post of the prefect for the Apostolic Signatura, to which he'd been called by Benedict XVI in 2008. Pause here. Burke was the first cardinal that we know of to get this treatment, and he might be the next, possibly the last, all things considered. Instead, Burke was entrusted with the post of patron of the Sovereign Order of Malta, a minor position that is still young and act for an active cardinal. Yet after the signing of the dubia following the post-synodal exhortation of Morse Letizia, the reprisal against Cardinal Burke continued, and in 2017 he was effectively deprived of his office as patron of the Order of Malta, with the appointment of a special delegate of the Pope, first Cardinal Betchew, and then in 2020 Cardinal Tomasi. Although he no longer had any contact with the Order's members and no role in the whole troubled renewal of the statutes, Cardinal Burke formally resigned in June of this year, on reaching the age of 75, and was immediately replaced by 81-year-old Cardinal Girlanda, just to add insult to injury, end quote. And all of that is evidence in support of this, at least circumstantial. Cardinal Burke's retirement was accepted at 75. He was required by canon law to submit that to Francis, and Francis accepted it and then replaced him with somebody who he has decided to keep around who retired, who should have retired six years ago. Now, the article doesn't really mention that Burke had been behind two dubia opposing Francis's evil work. The first was back in 2016 on Amoris Letizia. You might remember that one. That's the that was a cataclysmic dubia in that it led directly to number of you, the people you watch or have watched in the past going from essentially trying to explain away everything Francis did and does to essentially the recognize and resist position or or further down the spectrum. And the second dubia was on the James Martin's sin, the ordination of the ladies, and all things related to synodality. LifeSite News does mention that in their report on this. So quote. Let me bring that article up, actually, before I forget. <laughs> Still a little new to this whole live streaming thing. So we bring up here a LifeSite article so you can see it. And that's actually the text of from where we're at. Cardinal Bur Burke referred to synodality as a front for a revolution, which is working to radically alter the Catholic Church in line with a, quote, contemporary ideology, which rejects much of church teaching. In November 2014, Pope Francis removed the cardinal from his position as prefect of the Apostolic Signatura in a move widely seen as a punishment for his criticism of elements of Francis's pontificate. However, Cardinal Burke has consistently called on Catholics to pray for Pope Francis and equally consistently affirmed that he holds Pope Francis to be the Pope in the wake of arguments suggesting that Francis's ele election may have been invalid. He's also repeatedly rejected the claim that he's working against the Pope or is an enemy of Francis, stating that his own interventions are to defend the perennial Catholic teaching rather than to oppose the Pope. Speaking on the eve of the October Synod session, just hours after the Synod Dubia text was publicly released, Cardinal Burke described the action of he and his fellow signatories. First of all, we must publicly reaffirm our faith. In this, bishops have a duty to confirm their brothers. Burke noted that the Dubia, posited widely by media reports as an attack on the Pope, do not deal with the person of the Holy Father. In fact, by their nature, they are an expression of due veneration for the Petrine office and the successor of Peter. End quote. So, let's touch base with reality here. Cardinal Burke has been very measured in everything he has said about Francis. Not that it seems to matter to Francis. Any critique of the program is conflated as an a critique or an attack on the person. And in this case, the person of Francis. That seems to be what we are dealing with here. And 
<laughs> traditionalist Catholic reminds us there are two heresy accusations. Yeah, I mean, but these uh, these heresy accusations against Francis, no one ever calls them formal heresy. Once they go there, then you start dealing talking about the possibility of a vacant see. You start talking about the possibility of a of an imperfect council called by by the cardinals. Burke has talked about now a pope could be removed by an imperfect council if they had reason to believe he was a formal heretic. He's not going to go there. Good morning, Kelly. Glad you could make it. Laramie Hirsch says, folks like Burke just can't learn. Give them an inch and they'll take everything from you. He'll be destroyed, but at least he has a nice guy to the end. I don't agree with Cardinal Burke on everything he has said. I've always been upfront that I'm a very pro SSPX person, even if I don't go to mass with them very often. And I disagree with his take on that, but it's true though that Burke is measured almost to a fault in his uh, in what he says. And this being measured hasn't protected him. He's going to get. It sounds like he's going to get the Bishop Strickland treatment. Uh, Giovanni reminds us about McCarrick and Rupnik and how Francis seems to have no problem giving them mercy. Also true, unfortunately. Let's continue here. Um, Burke was the first to get canceled by Francis. He may be the next, perhaps the last to get canceled. Again, given the news about Francis that's been going around, that's gotten lost in all of this. But the potential mechanism for how Burke could be removed is reported by LifeSite, saying, quote, in late February, Pope Francis laid the groundwork for removing cardinals from Rome, ordering them to pay the standard, very expensive rates on their lodgings in and around the Vatican. Citing the growing commitments of the Holy See to the universal church and the needy, Francis called upon all those affected to, quote, make an extraordinary sacrifice. He thus revoked the free or reduced rate accommodation offered to cardinals and upper level curial officials named in the rescript. The change applied to individuals residing in any property owned by the curia or any entity governed by the Holy See's statutes outlined in the Council for the Economy. Pope Francis would be personally responsible for dispensing individuals from the effects of the rescript. That move is widely seen as an exercise of power and a warning to any cardinals of being effectively made homeless should they earn the displeasure of the pontiff, end quote. So here we're using charity, the need to serve the poor. And while it's not spoken, everybody knows that the financial situation of the Vatican these days is pretty shaky. Using those as excuses to exercise raw power against those who oppose what's going on. That is what we're dealing with here, folks. It is... At least if this is true. And I say at least if this is true, it's because at the end of the day, there have been reports issued and then verified by various Catholic journalists with deep ties to the Roman Curia that all sounded true until it turned out not to be. You remember the um, the, the story about, of course, I've mentioned this at the beginning, the changing the rules of the conclave or eliminating the rules of the conclave entirely by having Francis appoint a coadjutor Pope, somebody who would then become Pope after he's, after Francis passes away or, or resigns without a conclave. It's happened in the history of the church a few times. It never goes over well with the college of Cardinals, as you might expect that turned out to not be true, but a lot of Catholic news sources, including LifeSite, were in with that story. There were other examples of this too. So again, I'm reminded though, this has the this rings more like what happened with Strickland. You remember Bishop Strickland? We heard about the apostolic visitation, and then it took a month and a half or something before anything happened. This could very well be more like that, where we get the story, it comes out to see what the reaction is, and then 
we then get the actual action happening at the when about the time everybody forgets about it. It's worth noting, again, that the only people reporting on this are the news outlets that we tend to like. New Daily Compass, LifeSite News, those kind of places. Uh, uh, Mason Latino, those again, those kind of places. I checked where Peter is, the tablet out of the UK, America Magazine, National Catholic Reporter, all of these, nothing. Not a single reporting on this. Now, it could be very well that they've all got articles ready to go the moment the hammer is dropped or the moment that some official confirmation comes from Rome. We shall see. The story broke at like lunchtime yesterday. And I was watching it to see what was happening before deciding to actually make anything on it. Oh, uh, so McCarrick is supposed to be already out of the church. Is there a religious place hosting him? Um, he's he's going through the courts right now, actually. Although the courts did rule that he was incompetent and to 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 uh, actually stand for what he did because he's old and not in any condition anymore. Traditionalist Catholic says Cardinal Burke excommunicated a parish council as an archbishop. I applaud that. I am not familiar with that story, but that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> if because he wouldn't do it for just any reason. He would do it for reasons related to orthodoxy. Laramie Purse says playing nice and being timid did nothing for the faithful Catholics who haven't left Catholicism. That's true. This is why I admire Archbishop Vigano so much. He's not being timid and playing nice anymore. <coughs> Excuse me again. Teresa says Perth well keep praying. Sounds like the powers that be are getting desperate. It could very well be. I try to not make any predictions though about how much longer we're going to be dealing with the ultra charitable uh, Francis the Great and Merciful, but it does sound like this is um, like overreach, and I suspect this is going to be viewed as such. Are there any further questions? This is the time to ask them. If not, for the sake of my voice and the sake of the fact that I've been using these really gross, <laughs> sugar-free uh, coughs or uh, cough things to uh, make it so I can do this. We will wrap this up. So pray for everybody involved in the story, whether you like them or not, Cardinal Burke, Francis, all of them. Pray for them all. That is the first thing we are supposed to do for Catholics is, is pray for the salvation of souls. And our Lord told us to pray for our enemies. We're supposed to pray for them. Who we, We're supposed to pray for virtually everybody. So pray for everybody involved in the story. And pray that the truth of this story comes out sooner rather than later. Because if this turns out to be just misdirection, that's going to be that's that's going to have a, like some negative effects on credibility and the fact that they're sowing discord in the church for no really good reason. Anyway, thanks for tuning in today, folks. You have a blessed morning. There is a news video going live in about half an hour from this time. May God bless you all.